Rav Moshe Kordaviro, the great Kabbalist, was born in 1522. Although we actually know very little about his early life, the name Kordaviro certainly suggests that his family was among the people that were expelled from Spain from Cordova, and therefore his family name became Cordaviro. We know that he moved to Tzfat and became a student of Rabbi Yosef Cairo in the world of Halacha. He was also a student of Rabbi Shlomo Alkevitz, the author of L'Chadodi in the world of Kabbalah. Rabbi Yosef Cairo mentions him with great respect and admiration in his Svarim in the Chuvos known as Avkas Rochel and other works as well. According to some sources, Moshe Kordaviro, sometimes known by his initials as the Ramak, was one of the four people that received smicha from the Mahari Beirav when he was 18 years old. If you'll remember the story in Sfat of the famous controversy over the issue of smicha, where the Rabbanut of Sfat, led by Mari ben Rav, wanted to re-establish the concept of smicha based upon a, a certain Rambam, the Rabbanut of Yerushalayim, led by the Maharal Bach, Maharal Harav Lebi ibn Chavib, strongly objected to this procedure. But a number of people, four people allegedly, were given smicha at that time. The two most famous are Rabbi Yosef Cairo himself. Some say that's why he was called Maran, because Maran are the initials, Meresh Nismach, he got smicha from 200 scholars that were gathered together in Sfat to re-establish the smicha. And Rabbi Moshe of Trani, as I said, in the, one of the versions is that Rabbi Moshe Kordaviro was one of those people that got smicha at the time. The famous Talmidim of Rav Moshe Kordaviro were all world famous in the world of Kabbalah. For example, Rav Chaim Vital was a student of the Ramak, and there were other Mikubalim who wrote Svarim as well, who were direct students. One of the students who was a student in an unusual sense was Reb Menachem Azariah of Pano. He wrote that the Ramak, Reb Moshe Kordavir, was his Rav Muvak. However, he only knew him really from writings. If you remember, the Ramam also said that he was a Talmud of the Rimigash. And very possibly could be only through uh, reports and writings of these people were they actually Talmudim. The Rabbi Moshe Kadaviro passed away before the Shulchan Aruch, before the Beis Yosef. He passed away in as this week on Chav Gimel Tammuz, on in the year fifteen hundred and seventy, which means he was only forty-eight years old when he was Nifter. The recognition of his Gadlus was mentioned. By the Beis Yosef, among others, who said at the funeral 
וכאן גנוז ארון התורה. The Ark itself of Torah is now being buried. According to a version that I heard when I was very young, and recently I read in the introduction of a modern scholar who wrote it in, the, in his introduction to the works of Rabbi Moshe Kedaviro, Rabbi Yosef Cairo said at the funeral, Ani meyid olav shamayim va'aretz Rabbi Yosef Cairo said about the Ramak that I can testify that the man never sinned. So they asked him, how could it be? The Gemara says, Ein misa There is no such thing as dying totally innocent of sin. And Rabbi Yosef Cairo re- responded with a homiletic interpretation of a Pasuk in Chumash. The real translation and the pshat of the Pasuk, of course, is if a person is guilty of a sin of death, you should, after you kill him, you have to make sure you bury him, you, you hang him on a tree, but then you take him off to bury him. But Rabbi Yosef Cairo said, the word chait indeed means sin. But sometimes the word chait, especially in the verb form, can mean to cleanse, to, plur- to purify. V'chitesa is ha-mezbeach. You should clean the mezbeach. So he says, V'chiyya v'ish chait mishpat maves v'humas. If a person is innocent of any mishpat maves, and nevertheless he dies, V'salisa or salates, you should hang it on the tree. In other words, the only sin that we can account for is the fact that Adam HaRishon ate from the tree from which he was enjoined not to eat. And when the Gemara means Ein Misa B'lochet, it means that had sin not come into this world, there would not have been this Gezeira, this decree that every human being dies. So, this respect, and even if it be a legend that Rabbi Yosef Cairo had for the Ramak, well proves the esteem in which he was held in other people's eyes. The Chida in Shem HaGdolim reports that the Ramak had Gilui Eliyahu, and he even tells secrets of how he had this tremendous chus that Eliyahu Navi appeared to him. There are many Sfarim that were written by Rabbi Moshe Kodavira, one of them is one of the more famous svarim. It's called Pardes Rimonim. It's a sefer that he worked on for seven years. He published the sefer when he was very young. There is some sort of a tradition that we do not study Kabbalah until the age of 40. The fact is that the Ramak printed the sefer on Kabbalah before he was 30. So, apparently, he himself did not feel that you should not learn Kabbalah before a certain age. Other Sfarim that were written by Ramash Kodavir, in fact, he was quite prolific, were a parish on Siddur, which was called Tefillah Lemoshe, a parish on Haggadah, a parish on Yerushalmi. He was also a Rosh Hashiva and wrote Sfarim as for example, a parish on the Talmud Yerushalmi. He was known as a Gadol Batayra. He was a Dayan in Sfat. He was a Rosh Hashiva in Sfat. 
so no one could question his credentials either in the world of Nigla or Nistar. We all know of the Ramak in the world of Nistar, in the world of Kabbalah. Although we do not have much today that's written in the world of Nigla, but it was certainly recognized by people of his time and earlier gener- and later generations that he was a Gadol Batara. As Rabbi, the Beis Yosef himself said, Kan Ganuz Arona Torah. And we know that he received smicha according to that understanding of the smicha of Mari Ben Rav when he was only 18 years old. The main doctrines of Rabbi Moshe Kodaviro are obviously connected with Kabbalah. In many books, they have tried to cap- encapsulate the basic ideas of Rav Moshe Kordavira. And, for example, the, the, uh, the encyclopedia, the, the Encyclopedia Judaica, says that it, he had a major attempt to synthesize and construct a speculative Kabbalistic system. He tried to organize the world of Kabbalah into a system to explain how man himself contains within himself the possibility of emulating HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the, the, the concept of a halachta bidracha of a mitati odei is a very major concept in Judaism. In one of the Rav's articles, in Rayonot Alatvila, the Rav mentioned that this may be the central point of Judaism, the, com- the concept of halachta bidrachav. While the explanation of the halachta bidrachav generally refers to the midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the Kabbalistic system, it referred to the spheros, to those ten emanations from which somehow the world was created. The Ramak tried to explain how the human being himself, in fact, the Olam Katan, the Adam HaKadmon, himself is a representative of the Esa Spheros, and therefore, with his own being, he can emulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Some people have claimed, and there's a great deal of literature about it, is this close to pantheism? Did, was Spinoza influenced by the Ramak or not? There is a fairly recent book that is a, bi- a uh, intellectual biography of the Ramak, written by Rav Yosef and Shlomo, and he really surveyed the literature that preceded him and tried to show where some of, of the people had really made terrible historical mistakes. Others misunderstood the, 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 their understanding of his Kabbalah. And he has there a whole discussion if indeed any credence can be made to the, can be said to, given to the belief that Spinoza was influenced by the Ramak. One of the more famous Svarim that is, at least in my experience, used more than the classic Kabbalistic Svarim 
was is a sefer called Tomer Tvora. Tomer Tvora is a Musa sefer, which was more used, more commonly used in the world of the Musa yeshivas. For years, Ramosha Kadavir was known as a Gaon, as a Tzaddik, and a Makubal. In a certain sense, those the people stu- studied Kabbalah went to the direction of the Ari, who came after Rav Moshe Kodavero, seemed to have created a new understanding, a new way of learning Kabbalah. So, the world of the uh, Pardes Rimonim and other Sfarim was left to a very small group of, of Kabbalistic scholars. But Tom Edvara was introduced into the Musa world. Reb Simchazisel of Kelm was very instrumental in a learning the Tomedvara and also in mentioning or recommending that other people learn it as well. It is told that people recommended the Sefer from early generations. The Shalah Kadosh said, Kol mi shiragil b'sefer hazeh Anyone who is accustomed to reading the Sefer, to saying it once a week or once a month, is assured a place in Olam Haba. But later generations, the, as I said, Reb Simcha Zissel of Kelm certainly introduced this Sefer into the world of the Musa Yeshivas. Legend has it that one of the great mashgichim of a more modern generation, Revelio Lopian, Revelio Lopian was the the British uh, mashgiach of the yeshiva of Gateshead, who went to Israel, became a world famous mashgiach of Kfar Hasidim. He was at other places as well. He wrote a sefer the, of his sichot called Leveliyahu. It is reported that this Reveli Eliopian came to the kever, to the grave of the Ramak, and said at the grave, Anachnu lomdim sefer tomet We learn the sefer regularly. We received a lot of benefit from it. Hasaba mikelm tziva otanu lelmod the Saba, the Zayda of Kelm, told us to learn it every Friday evening. And we did, we did so very, very carefully. Therefore, he appealed to Ramosha Kadavira, we learn your Sefer, therefore we wish for you to intercede on our behalf. The reputation of the Ramak in the world of Kabbalah is well known. He was also a gaon, a tzaddik, and a great leader in the world of modern Musar through Reb Simcha Zissel and Rebel Yelopin. His yard site is Chav Gimel Tammuz in the year 1570. Think of how much the man accomplished the list of his svarim include many, many other major works, and he was lifted at the age of forty of forty-eight. The 
those that study Kabbalah must use his Svarim. Those that don't use the Svarim, many do learn the Tomer Dvorah, and of course much can be gained from it.